this bulletin. Residents in regional Victoria band together to build a levee against rising floodwaters. A state funeral to be held in Melbourne this afternoon for Indigenous icon Uncle Jack Charles. And in sport, Sam Kerr wins third place in World Football's most prestigious awards ceremony. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Stephanie Corsetti. Residents in Echuca are building walls of sandbags to protect thousands of homes from rising floodwaters as the Victorian town braces for another peak. Evacuations have been issued for many towns along the Murray River, while too-late-to-leave orders remain in place for Shepparton. The Murray River is expected to peak from Wednesday, with more than 1,000 Echuca properties already inundated after the Campaspe River broke its banks over the weekend. Victoria's Emergency Management Commissioner says that those people who are refusing to leave their homes must reconsider. Meanwhile, rural and regional New South Wales residents await incoming floodwaters in the Riverina region near the Victorian border, with areas east of the Cobb Highway told to evacuate this morning before routes out are expected to be cut off. In New South Wales, 69 flood warnings have been put in place across the state with a growing risk of flash flooding from severe thunderstorms. State Premier Dominic Perrottet says the only solution to prevent future flooding is to raise the walls of the Warragamba Dam. Raising the Warragamba Dam is the only solution. Is It protects downstream communities in times of flood and it protects uh, Sydney's drinking water in times of drought. That's why this project needs to happen. Mr Perrottet says this project needs to happen as quickly as possible as more catastrophic events are expected in the future. While Mr Perrottet spoke, the SES Deputy Commissioner Sean Kearns advises of a Watch and Act notice impacting thousands of people in the Moama region. Um, so New South Wales SES has been responding to flooding across New South Wales for the last couple of months. Um, obviously this is continuing. Our main areas of focus are in the western and southern parts of New South Wales. Um, over the next couple of days we have a focus around the Mo- Moama region along the Murray River and we're also looking at the communities further downstream of that. We are warning the communities around Moema um, that over the next um, 24 to 48 hours um, we have about 3,000 people that are covered by a Watch and Act being um, prepared to evacuate. So we're asking those people to listen to the warnings of New South Wales SES. So currently with 69 warnings out across the state Indigenous elder and storyteller Uncle Jack Charles will be honoured today at a state funeral in Melbourne this afternoon. The event, which is due to begin at two o'clock, will be open to the public for free and live-streamed on the Victorian Government website. The service will also be streamed live into prisons, remand centres and youth justice centres across Victoria, where Uncle Jack Charles volunteered to support inmates. The renowned actor, musician, activist and member of the Stolen Generations died last month, aged 79. UK Prime Minister Liz Truss has apologised for her mistakes and pledged to lead her Conservative Party to the next election as she fights for her job after a bonfire of her tax-cutting plans. Ms Truss says she has adjusted to the government's fiscal policies after her mini-budget spooked financial markets and led to the firing of her finance minister, Kwasi Kwarteng. Mr Kwarteng's replacement, Jeremy Hunt, has ditched nearly all the tax cuts announced at last month's mini-budget and says he is seeking to restore the government's credibility for a solid fiscal policy. 
mistrusts as she wants to accept responsibility for the economic chaos, adding she was still committed to boosting the UK's economic growth. What I'm focused on is delivering for the British public. Now, I recognise we have made mistakes. I'm sorry uh, for those mistakes, but I fixed the mistakes. I've appointed a new Chancellor. Uh, we have restored economic stability and fiscal discipline. And what I now want to do is go on and deliver for the public. To sport, Australian footballer Sam Kerr has finished third in the Ballon d'Or Feminin for the second consecutive year and was the sole Australian in the top 20. The Ballon d'Or is awarded by a panel of journalists from around the world for France Football Magazine and is considered the most prestigious award in the sport. She finished behind Spain's Alexia Puteas and England's Beth Mead, while France's Karim Benzema won the men's award. Benzema says winning this has been a long-held dream. To have this award in front of me, I'm immensely proud. I think back to when I was a lot younger and all the work I put in. It was my dream as a kid, like every kid. I grew up with that in my head and used that as motivation. And that's the latest from SBS News.